Hi, Meritza. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you very much. That's I refreshing am... to hear. Really? Yeah. I hear many people these days saying like, I'm like so-so, not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I also think like the question itself is quite awkward because in Britain, if you go, are you right? They'd be like, yeah, I'm writing you. They'd be like, yeah, I'm writing you. So technically, are you okay? It's safe. In the middle. Yeah, no, it's yeah. one of those questions you don't really have an answer for. Yeah. Because you like, I remember when I first came to the UK, people would ask me, "Am I okay?" I used to really be like, "Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> you know." But that's not really the question. That's typical foreigner thing here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, hi everyone. So today, um, I wanted us to talk about happiness and what happiness means, and finding happiness and what that looks like. From an individualistic perspective okay let's go for it so how would you define happiness i think happiness is um it's one of those things that you can't really put your finger on you know it's a what it means so many different things to people you know um but i want to bring it back to happiness within yourself happiness with self finding mm. happiness and being happy and I think it starts off with being content with yourself. Yeah. And yeah. the life that you have. Exactly. So, yes, exactly. Being content with the life that you have doesn't mean that you're happy all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, which I think is, is important to make the difference. We are not talking about being cheerful or feeling excited all the time. Yeah. We're just saying that you have enough uh, content inside you to be able to face the difficult moments. Yeah, and I think to be able to sit down and go, I have, you like, yeah, I'm happy. I have everything I need and anything I don't need, I, and anything that I don't have, I don't need. Mm -hmm, exactly. And anything I desire, I can get. You yes. Know? I think happiness is a state of being, it's a state of um, peace. Happiness comes with a, a sense of peace, I believe. So um, I just think that in this, especially in the winter, there's something about the winter months where you could feel really restless and um, can almost feel quite down, Yeah. you know? And I think you can feel a little bit disconnected um, from society, disconnected from other people. So in those moments, do you feel happiness? Yeah, so I guess that the lack of light and the cold makes the winter is quite rough here because you stop socializing as much and you're spending more money because of the heating so you don't have so much money to do other things so it's a difficult time mm -hmm. uh, for everybody here mm -hmm. um, and I think that you need to make a difference between because the winters in Chile are, are much milder than here mm -hmm. so for me it was not a, really a topic now being here and feeling like the day is ending like at 3 p.m. and it's so 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 cold and dark <laughs> and I, I feel like I work and go to bed yeah know? yeah and that routine can kill you yeah now how do you find happiness during that period I think that you need to build it within yourself I agree and I think that there are a few practices in in here again I want to reference to my idol <laughs> so I think I think that there are a few practices that you can make to de develop this happiness within yourself. So um, 
I know that when you wake up in the mornings, you uh, read your devotionals, you make notes, you journal a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so I think that, um, and you know, it's, it's something I've always done on and off, um, writing, journaling, or something of the sort. And so in the morning, I try to just, when it's quiet, I wake up quite early in the morning. Uh, and so when it's quiet, no one else is awake, I will just take some time to put a candle on and just start journaling and talk about what I want to do um, uh, in the day to come, like what I plan to do in, during the day, even if it's going to work. Mm -hmm. I still want to journal about how that experience will be, how it will make me feel, what I anticipate. And so it's just a way of getting my emotions out um, and just finding peace and getting my thoughts out. I really enjoy writing my thoughts down. Um, yeah, so I think it just centers me. Uh, and then the other thing I really like to do is uh, exercise. Um, and I don't know, <laughs> you know, if you see me jumping around in my room <laughs> or like um, going out, skipping rope at the back of the house. I mean, it's just, it's a terrible sight, but you know, just something. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that it's while you can and when you have time to be on your own and to be in your thoughts, I think you should take advantage of it. Exactly. So journaling, meditating, or taking the time just to reflect a little bit before your day. I think that that's a great yeah. one. And in silence. In silence. I haven't yeah. implemented it yet, so I will try, but that's the first yeah. thing. I that... think in silence, no music, mm. no nothing. Yes. Just pure. And that's a challenge for me. I, I, I like noise, I like music, I like to talk, you know? Yeah, no, it is as well, for me in a way, but um, and I, I'm better at it when I'm on my own than mm. when I have someone around. Yeah. Um, but um, my sister and my sister-in-law always complain that when they're around me, there's always something in the background. <laughs> but that's because in the morning, there's nothing, you yeah. know? Um, but also before, I used to have the habit of like listening to murder documentaries. And that was like my life. Listening to murder documentaries <laughs> or listening to... Um, political things and stuff like that. But I stopped doing that because I realized that it actually seeps into your subconscious. Yeah. And so now I just try to do things in silence just for peace. That's a great tip. That's so one that I want to take into my life. Exercising, you said you exercise and you do it at home. Yeah. So that's great. I, I'm lucky enough to have the gym in my own building. So I'm able to exercise here. And honestly, it helps so much my anxiety. Mm -hmm. I don't do it because, of course, you do it as well because of the aesthetic reasons. But um, I think what keeps me constant is not that. What mm -hmm. keeps me constant is knowing that if I don't do it later, I'll feel like restless and anxious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's a second one, like trying to like work in your mind in the morning and then work your body as well. Super important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the other thing that I have really um, implemented is listening to things that are uh, positive. So I think that we forget the music that we listen to, the documentaries that mm. we listen to, the TV shows that we watch sometimes are a contribution to why we are unhappy. They add to why we are unhappy. So I think surrounding yourself with beautiful things because you know that you deserve beautiful things yes. adds happiness to you 
You know? That's why you kind of <laughs> I surround myself with beautiful things. Yeah, but it does. It adds happiness and yeah. adds fulfillment to your life. So, um, so sometimes maybe it requires you taking away some things that are negative in your life and shutting those out, getting rid of some things and replacing them with something that makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah. The, I think that this is a great tip and in line with that, I think that having things organized mm -hmm. around you, in your desk at work, your car, your home, is so important as well because that helps you have a clear mind. I used, when I was a teenager, I was a mess. Mm -hmm. My room was a complete mess. Really? Like clothes everywhere. Are you like, me? I would change, like, because when you're a teenager, you change 20 times before going out. Oh, when I was a teenager then. I, I was like, <laughs> trying everything, throwing it uh, in the corner and it will stay there like for weeks. I would not believe that about it. No, I promise you, I was a disaster. Until I read uh, the book of Marie Kondo. Oh! I, I don't know the name in I English. I know Marie Kondo, yeah. But basically she talks about the happiness that brings to have an organized house and to like really value the objects that you have. Yes. And I have implemented that into my life for years now. Long, yeah. long time now, since my early twenties. My friend Eva was obsessed with Marie Kondo. I wanna say in like 2015. Yeah. Um she did a she did a Netflix thing. And I remember the time that Eva just became obsessed with Marie Kondo. And she would fold her clothes specifically and I remember she did a massive clear out and she's like do you love this thing yeah, yes. <laughs> does it bring you happiness <laughs> does it make me happy if it doesn't bring you happiness she'll chuck it away um, no you don't chuck it away you need to say thank you and then release it and then release it. <laughs> yeah. so I remember when Emma was so obsessed with this but this was much much earlier before she got this viral i don't know how i got to her so i also felt like it was like something from the universe telling me you need to put your stuff together like yeah. this is not okay this is a disaster yeah. um and honestly that switch on my mind helped me a lot to find peace in my spaces and also to only have things that i really value so yeah. i i like uh, clothes but i don't have a huge closet i have the things that I really wear and then the rest either give away or sell, you know, mm -hmm. uh, try to keep my space quite uh, tidy. Yeah, and you do a good job of it. And I think that everybody should make a point of if you respect yourself, if you want to love yourself, maybe you don't at the moment, maybe you're not happy with yourself at the moment, but do it as if you were doing it for someone you love. Yeah. Let's say your friend is coming over. Are you gonna have the house like that? No, no. So do it like if your friend that is the more judgy from the group is gonna come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's going to stay for weeks. That makes sense. That's a really, really good tip. That's a really, really good tip. You know, the um, thing that I really wanted to ask, um, the impact that Mary Kondo has had in your life, would you say that it's translated in all areas of your life? Yes, absolutely, because it made me see that you don't need so many things to be happy. No. Physical things. Sometimes you keep things because of magical ideas in your head. Like, oh, these jeans that are four sizes down are going to fit me one, one day. day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I'll have the occasion to wear this dress like 
red gala dress sorry but you won't go to the red carpet again or whatever you know mm. um so i learned to not be attached to things mm -hmm. so i'm a person that like i'm not using something i like okay it can go away you know but if i something i have something that i love i'll take care of it and try to keep it with me for a long time okay and the same with work like trying to keep uh, my inbox organized my agenda organized keep time to myself to actually do my job because in the, in the kind of job that i do that is very social sales is very social you can spend a lot of time just talking to people mm. and then it's 6 p.m and you haven't done anything you haven't <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You, you've been in meetings all day back to back to back exactly so learning to organize and keep tidy your agenda and your space is key i mm -hmm. think and do you think that um one can find happiness okay well to go back to things do you think people find happiness in things or do you think they find happiness in themselves I don't think that you can find happiness in things. Mm -hmm. I think that that's like instant gratification, which is a different thing. Mm -hmm. And we are addicts to that. It's like a dog that you're giving a treat. Mm -hmm. You know, they are happy in the moment with the treat. They will give you their paw, they will sit or whatever they want to do. And it's a cycle. Mm -hmm. Then they will forget and receive the treat again and do it. It's like an addiction. Mm -hmm. I think the same with shopping and buying and getting expensive things in the moment will give you that small gratification that makes you feel that it's improving your life. Mm -hmm. But after a few days, that will be gone, mm. you know, and then you're left again with yourself, with the problems you have. And I, I think that doesn't bring anything. I think that happiness comes from within. Mm -hmm. And now I want to make a question. <laughs> so. I know as well that um, you're quite uh, selective with the people that you surround yourself with. Yes. How do you think that this brings happiness to your life? I think that um, just the older I get, the more I realize that I would rather have quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is so much to be gained from having a select group of people not everybody needs to have access to you and you limit the amount of drama that comes around you and when you are with those people because you have selected to be around those particular people the time that you have with them is so much more fulfilling it's so much more exciting because you are you really want to have these people in your life yeah so um, for me the deciding factor was that I really got tired of just having every one excess, like just being everywhere all the time. And I just wanted to have quality friends and I wanted to have people that um, maybe uh, might not be my best friends, but might be great people to have around and I have a great time with them. And when I am with them, I feel that there's something that's been had there. We've shared a moment, it's been great. We've had a great conversation. We have, um, I don't know, we've challenged each other, we've challenged our opinions or whatever. And I like to spend time with people that don't always reflect the same ideas as me. Yeah. Um, I like people who are who have polarized ideas from me, but in the middle somewhere we have maybe the same morals, but we can have good conversation exactly. and respect each other. So for me, I just wanted to have rich, richer relationships. And I thought when I moved from where I used to live to here, I thought this is my one chance to like create that. That's so, yeah, the idea is that 
I want to have people that enrich me in, in, in a diverse kind of way. So that's why I'm selective. Mm -hmm. um, it's not because I, you know, I'm trying to be exclusive. <laughs> I just want to have better relationships and have deeper, meaningful relationships. Because I think that we live in, um, and I've always thought this, um, we live in a very much, uh, um, in a microwavable world where people just kind of uh, put each other in a microwave and then put the microwave on, heat it up, have fun, and then, mm, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, throw away. You know, it's like, a pop, it's like a pop tart, you know, put it in, pops. Oh, great. Okay, enjoy. Move on. Mm -hmm. You know, on to the next one. And I really like spending time with people. I really like getting to know people, getting to know the their heritage, the background. And Connecting. The, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so I, I think that one point that we're missing is that um, happiness also comes from having a purpose. Mm -hmm. And having a purpose in life is quite difficult to identify. I think that most of your 20s, your 30s, you will be trying to understand what is your purpose, what makes you wake up in the mornings. Yeah, what pushes, what drives you. And you know what? I used to think that um, a purpose uh, is like you figure it out, something you figure it out, mm -hmm. right? And then I realized that actually, innately in you, if you took some time to silence the world, you know that you have a purpose, like you were born for something, you were created for something. And someone once said that if you go back to all of your hobbies, everything that you used to do as a kid, and you used to really enjoy, if you start going back to that and start doing all of that, in that you'll find your purpose. Really? Yeah. So all the things that you used to enjoy, uh, all the hobbies, because I think in your 20s, you almost start, you lose a lot of those hobbies. Yeah. Because you're now doing other things. You and know? because you're busy and yeah. it's not cool anymore. And it's not cool, exactly. But I think when you go back to what used to make you happy as a child, so returning back to your childlike um, essence, is in that is what where you'll find what your purpose is. And if it scares you, if it scares you, it's what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly, that's uh, very wise um, advice. And yeah, just to close, I would say like that putting yourself a priority as a priority, taking care of yourself is the root or the key to start building happiness. Mm -hmm. So trying to eat well, trying to exercise, giving yourself time to meditate, trying to work in your career, all of these things will uh, drive you in the uh, correct direction. Mm -hmm. However, you need to make an effort always of trying to find the things that give you happiness and to be grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. If you were to give someone three tips, what would you uh, advise them to do? Um, <clears throat> take care of yourself. Yes, love yourself a lot. Yeah. Uh, love the people that is around you. So mm -hmm. your family, your friends. Um, I, I think that these two are the key things because you uh, loving them and loving yourself will drive you to make a lot of uh, good things and do more of those things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. So try to, the things that make you happy, like for example, going for a walk, you always feel good after, do it more mm -hmm. or eat healthy uh, or makes you happy, it makes you feel good with yourself, do it more. I think that 
That's the uh, base mm -hmm. for all the rest. Okay. All right. And you? For me, I would say that try and find a hobby that you used to do as a child that made you happy. So try and reconnect that, whether that was reading, whether that was horse riding, playing tennis, um, coloring in, painting, any of those childlike um, hobbies that you used to enjoy. Try and reconnect with at least one of those. Um, secondly, is start to journal. Write down your thoughts, your daily thoughts in the morning and your daily thoughts in the evening um, and just reflect on that and spend some time in silence. I need to take that one. Yeah, <laughs> spend some time in silence. That's, um, I think, and just get to know your thoughts, get to know your voice and just, yeah, get to know your pulse. Um, yeah, it sounds very like meditation life but i don't meditate but it's it's very much uh spiritual driven i guess um reconnect with that and i think you'll find some peace and if you like to pray pray if you like to read your bible read your bible um if you uh like to read your quran read your quran you know whatever brings you closer to something else yeah whatever gives you peace i mm -hmm. guess yeah Okay, so my name is Maritza. My name is Isu. And this is the Things That Girls Talk About podcast. You're like always <laughs> <laughs> See you in the next one.